welcome back all of you to my third episode of the podcast nationalism in india hope you all are fine and taking good care of yourself please 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 do take care of yourself health is very 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 important if health is good if health is in the sound mode you can do anything anything trust me in the previous episode you all have learned something i hope so if you have learned something then it's a time to test your knowledge so i'm giving you only three questions i request you all to pen down these questions and answer me all these questions in the message section of my podcast right so write down the question the first question is who was mangal pandey i'm repeating who was mangal pandey question number 2 what was the immediate cause of revolt of 1857 i'm repeating for you all what was the immediate cause of revolt of 1857 question number 3 why the revolt of 1857 was also known as spoil mutiny right so these were the questions for you all as today's assignment to know your knowledge are you all really learning or just listening okay so yes please write answers of all these questions and message me thank you all yes so now we are going to start today's episode so are you all ready okay so please take a deep breath fill yourself with the positive energy by taking deep breath inside you very good dear all it is a very well known fact that a goal without a plan is just a wish yes do you all agree i hope that you all agree with me it's a very important thing that we do often desire for achieving something very special we just wish that this should happen to us we should get this such desires are quite obvious and quite common to all of us but when but even when we are not having a proper planning to fulfill such desire then we are not able to fulfill it it re- it just remains a desire so planning is very important it is very crucial to fulfill fulfill your desire so that it should come in reality it should not be only in dreams isn't it 
However, planning sometimes fails. In most of the cases, it leads to the desirable result. In case of the revolt of 1857, we have seen that how the uprising started, but nothing was planned. Okay, and you can just imagine here that what could have happened. It can be easily guessed by you all. Yes. the guess work is very easy easy why because this boys the indian troops who were ready to raise their voice against the british people they were having no plan they just had a desire to get the freedom but there was no proper planning so what happened on 10th may 1857 we all can still remember through our history textbook and that day of uprising is very important in the last episode i have mentioned the names of 85 spies who were sentenced to or we can uh, sentenced or who were court martialed now Uh, in uh, it is very important to note here that uh, in their name today also in famous victoria park there is a memorial which has been raised to commemorate the sacrifice of those 85 spies so if you have not seen i would just request you all to see that it's very important and in this way we will be able to connect ourselves to that time period we would be able to understand the sacrifices made by them or we can say the sacrifices initiated by them for us the day 10th may 1857 is very important okay and that day of uprising was important and there in merit especially the market place witnessed violent loud noise okay spoils they turned into the freedom fighters and they took rifles under their control so all these things happened why because of those 85 spies who had courage to raise their voice right so this kind of courage was spread among others and the spies of other in other uh, in, in regiments they also were ignited the spark of revolt was ignited among them also they were holding the torch they were holding the torch of the revolt and in the morning of 11th may 1857 a band of spies marched to the city of delhi from meerut to delhi 
okay the march from meerut to delhi and as i have mentioned in the previous episode if you remember the distance the approx distance of meerut to delhi you must remember so they just march from meerut to delhi and this was not so easy dear you are just thinking the distance was approximately 65 kilometers approximately okay so you can just imagine the long distance and still also still the spoils they decided to march now what happened they just went and on the way they had there was a, there is a very important police station and here i would like to mention the name of very important kotwal okay the name of very important kotwal and his name was dhan singh kotwal dhan singh name if you have read the different books if you have gone through the book of a famous researcher crispin crispin bates his book mutiny at the margins perspectives on indian uprising 1857 speaks in volume about him not only this if you have gone through the book of kim a wagner a british historian in his book the great fear 1857 conspiracies and making of indian mutiny you will find his name and you will find more information about him now who was he he was a kotwal as the name suggests kotwal dhan singh he was a kotwal and his name is important in this great rebellion okay as the rebellion broke out on 10th may 1857 dhan singh and his several policemen they deserted police force and led thousands to thousands of villagers from all across the meerut to city's jail okay his native village was village pancholi in meerut okay and pancholi village villagers they assemble in front of the jail and making making the english police officers to release the indian prisoners now as per the official records around 839 prisoners from the jail were released with the help of these villagers and of course hans and kotwal this was very important as these prisoners were helpful in further in in improvising the process of revolt okay the process of revolt progressed because of these prisoners now this was important that is why his name is important fine and this was supreme sacrifice which he made his native village his native village panchori village in up is very important place 
dear all if you get time you must visit this place and here the englishmen english policemen they have later on killed over 500 villagers and hanged over 40 people and executed hansing this was their later action for every action there is there was a reaction and that happened with them all that is why recently in the year 2018 the up's director general of police op singh what he did he unveiled the statue of kotwal dhan singh by uh, in by remembering his contribution near sadar police station and this was something very remarkable it reminded us the supreme the supreme sacrifice made by this kotwal right although the reaction of the british forces on them was not good can or i can say it can be regarded as a merciless action and remember this merciless action is always an inhuman act and inhuman act is something which god always sees so never try to commit commit something which is inhuman right so uh, his name was important that is why i have mentioned here coming back to the story now on 10th may all these things happened and after this on 11th may after entering the red fort went to the red fort the spies after entering the red fort through raj hard gate the spies declared bahadur shah as their leader and he was proclaimed as shahanshah shahanshah in this time right and this capture of delhi was very important because it gave a political meaning to the revolt okay and it provided a rallying point for the rebels as they could recall the past glories of this imperial city the delhi has been very important city especially in the mughal time how the mughals they have given example of good architecture or i can say majestic architecture especially in the reign of shah jahan so that was the situation dear all and that is why i am was here mentioning you each detail and these details are very important to connect yourself to the history now in delhi when this voice reached now they had a leader they could actually plan something so even if there was no planning and organization before the revolt now we can say that it was 
done something was done and it was started it spread to the northern and the central part of india the main centers of the revolt as you all remember it's very clear kanpur delhi lucknow bareilly jhansi gwalior ara in bihar so all these were the main centers especially in the northern and the central part of india and each center had leaders the leaders to lead the revolt and they were leading as per their perspectives okay they were not getting support from the other parts of india so here i would like to mention that yes from the other parts of india the people or the indians they were not supporting supporting home supporting the rebels so a few section supported but the other parts and the other regions of india the southern parts especially they did not support and the country as a whole was not behind them right so this point is something which should be highlighted and noted everywhere that they were not getting support from the other regions the merchants intel intelligentsia and the indian rulers not only kept aloof but actively supported home supported the british why as they still had trust in the british officials the british officers they were in greed greed for what reach for the material needs they were not thinking about the nation they were thinking only about their own interest they were not thinking at that time also about their nation so this was a main drawback but still the rebels or the leaders of different or the main centers they were holding the flag of liberation liberation from whom liberation from the british people and alone they were carrying the march at delhi as i have mentioned bahadur shah was the leader then at in lucknow begum hazrat mahal in at kanpur nana saheb tatya tope jhansi we all know rani lakshmi bai bihar gobar singh was there in alabad and banaras molvi liaquat in faizabad molvi ahmedullah in bareilly bahadur khan so all these leaders were there and they were trying to bring the lost glories of the nation they were having different problems in their regions still they were ready to bear this flag we have witnessed different causes the different causes here i would like to mention those causes but before that let me brief you about the important leaders of the revolt the first important leader which i would like to mention here was rani lakshmi bai india's warrior queen 
who did not back down from the british she was at the heart of the indian rebellion that broke out in 1857 she was born in 1828 and in the present day varanasi northeast india and in her childhood day she was trained with boys in martial arts horse riding that was something very peculiar about her in 1842 she was married to gangadhar rao and the couple adopted five year old boy damodar rao organized she organized the forces to fight the colonists and under the company forces under general the military senior military official of english general hugh hugh rose she was able to give a tough fight and it was his statement that she was a man, man among mutineers her bravery was very noteworthy you must remember the famous doctrine of lapse which was which was adopted which was passed by lord telhozi the governor general and due to this the jhansi in jhansi especially what happened he did not allow the queen of jhansi to adopt her did not allow the queen of jhansi to give powers to her adopted son to succeed to the throne after the her husband died so this uh, made jhansi unsafe still with her bravery she fought with uh, with the british forces that was something important the second name her guru was tatya tophu was already holding the leadership of kanpur gwalior or we can say the central region he won over the indian troops of east india company stationed at kanpur and established nana sahib's authority and became the commander in chief of his revolutionary forces right nana sahib was already at kanpur so his main goals his main technique was guerrilla warfare guerrilla warfare was, was very popular uh, this technique was used by him and it was not easy for the british to capture him he was later on captured in 1859 so this was the case of tatya tok and her the name of kuwar singh you all know he was a famous samaddar of jagdishpur and a 70 year old man who was on the brink of bankruptcy he had been deprived of his estates by the englishmen or the british and despite of his repeated appeals to he, they uh, they had not given him his estates so even though he had not planned for the pricing he unhesitatingly joined this boys 
right from bihar he was the one who was leading the revolt right so about molavi ahmedullah also here i would like to mention he was from fezabad and he was the one who uh, whose name is important in this revolt of 1857 he was also known as dankasha right so many names are there many things happened and the this boys they were doing what they wanted to have whatever the sufferings they were they had suffered now here you must note the causes the causes of what the causes of revolt of 1857 and here briefly i will be just helping you to understand in four important bifurcation the causes of the revolt of 1857 the first one socio religious in socio religious the first heading should be interference in religious matter they have tried to intervene who have tried the british they have tried they had made laws for the abolition of sati so they have tried to interfere in the religious matter then racial superiority racially they had always considered themselves superior so these are the two important points which can be considered as a social religious cause for the revolt of 1857 then in economic cause there can be three important points first heavy taxation on the of the on the peasants second decline of handicraft industries third free trade policy i hope these points are very clear to you all the third important heading political as you all know they passed policies to control the people you have learned about the doctrine of lapse policy subsidiary alliance all these policies were important and they have passed to control the people and second important point absence of indian sovereignty the indians were not allowed to govern the people their own people to make laws for the people now fourth important heading we have already discussed about this but yes two important points here i would like to mention first spoils peasants in uniform okay they were just peasants in uniform a spoil in infantry got 7 rupees a month a swar in the cavalry was paid rupees 27 out of which he had to pay for his own uniform food and the upkeep of his mount and he was ultimately left with only a rupee or two so they didn't have more emoluments right second general service enlistment act which was passed in 1856 it had it was uh, passed and it stated that the spoils had to travel overseas whenever there was a requirement by the company so this was against the religious sentiments of the brahmins 
they were not supposed to cross overseas so these four important headings were important for economic social religious discontent among spoils and political and these were considered primarily as the causes of revolt of 1857 and the immediate cause you all know so this was a situation in 1857 now what you all can do you can just analyze all these things and then we can come easily to the concluding part that what happened what was the consequence of the revolt the consequence was very simple the consequence was that the company's rule ended and there was a direct rule by the british crown now right some administrative changes were done and militarily the reorganization was done and delhi was reoccupied by the english in september by september 1857 bahadur shah shah's two sons were executed and he was sent to rangoon sacrifices of coercing in bihar on 25th april 1858 occupation of jhansi was done in february 1858 by april 1859 tatyato was hanged revolution replaced the company's rule to the crown so these were considered as the main consequences of the revolt in detail we can definitely have a class but our main focus here is that all this all kind of steps taken by the spoils can be considered as a, as the source of liberation for the people for the people who were not being emancipated from the foreign rule yet so this was a kind of inspiration yes it failed because it lacked organized leadership it lacked resources it lacked military strength they were fighting the spoils were fighting only with the strength they only had the courage people were also not people from other regions of their own country they were not supporting them so they were fighting only with one thing that was the courage and this courage became a source of inspiration for others to follow in the end i would like to quote a very important statement of Michael Gills if anything is progressive then we make progress so here we must understand that the progress happened the progress happened here from the year 1857 with the first war of independence and this has served a grand purpose and that purpose was the source of inspiration for the national liberation movement and with this we could achieve the independence for which we have yearned a lot so thanks to all the rebels spoils for making the supreme sacrifices for all i request you all to go through this episode again try to make your own interpretation and please 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 join my next episode and be connected with me stay connected with me 
टिल देन टेक केयर ऑफ योर सेल्फ एंड बाय हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम बैक ऑल ऑफ यू टू माय सेकंड एपिसोड आई होप यू ऑल आर फाइन एंड टेकिंग वेरी गुड केयर ऑफ योरसेल्फ नॉट ओनली दिस यू मस्ट हैव एंजॉयड माय लास्ट एपिसोड इजंट इट आई होप यू ऑल आर सेइंग यस आई एम ट्रस्टिंग यू ऑल विद दिस ट्रस्ट I will be starting today's show today's episode and before I start up with the most captivating story lying in the background of this Indian national movement let me take a pause all of you please take a deep breath very good close your eyes Yes. I'm revolving the wheel of time for you all and taking you all in the year 1857 when the first major rebellion against the British rule took place in which place in Meerut by Indian troops. I hope you all are with me. Very good. You all must have visualized this place and you all are now in 1857 year. Now you all can open your eyes. Thank you. Now tell me one thing. How many of you have visited Meerut? It's a very nice place. especially i remember the famous jain shikanji there ooh it's mouth watering isn't it probably if you have tried drinking that famous jain shikanji you can easily imagine what i'm saying right now not a problem now just come with me If you have not visited this place what can you do how can you visualize it's very easy it's very simple just open an atlas and open the map of india try to locate this place made it on the map now why i'm focusing on this place because this was a place which was the birthplace of this famous revolt the famous revolt the revolt of 1857 this place is just around 65 kilometers away from delhi the capital of india yes yes so you can now easily imagine and understand its location now i'm taking you back to the history english east india company arrived this place meerut around 1803 years are important here so i'm just taking reference from one of the important book 
of A.K. Gandhi. From there, I have taken this year. So, English East India Company arrived in Meerut around 1803 and they set up their large cantonment. Cantonment, you must understand here. They have tried to set up large cantonments, the camp, the military garrison or a camp, around 1806. So, they set up their cantonments, large cantonments or military garrisons or camp there. By 1857, they were able to increase their military presence there. So that is why this area was very important. And here, six major regiments were there. Regiments, you understand? We can say uh, the groups of soldiers in particular area who are commonly controlled or we can say who are deployed for, uh, and they are controlled by an official, particular official. Okay, so six regiments were there, three native and three British. These were important, that is why I'm mentioning here. So in eight, I'm taking you here in 1857. In 1857, the military presence of English East India Company, or I can say, there was an increase in cantonments, the military garrison or camp in this area. So the sepoys, I'm using this word used by the British for the Indian troops. Sepoys, they were very important here and they were being recruited from Punjab and remaining were recruited from Awadh. They were very important. Now, suddenly what happened in 1857? We have to understand, we need to analyze, we need to visualize that what happened in 1857 suddenly to these troops. Were they all fine? Were everything was okay? Or just it was not okay? Now, what happened in this year? English East India Company, they have tried to introduce a very special kind of rifle and the name of the rifle was Enfield Rifle. You all must have learnt in your history textbook. And in your history textbook, you must have seen the picture of Enfield Rifle. If not, you can easily download this image of Enfield rifle and you can see that it was loaded with a cartridge okay the cartridge the cartridge was loaded into the gun and this cartridge was wrapped in a paper and that paper was soaked or greased with the fats of cows and pigs so what was the problem that in order to operate this gun or we can say rifle what they had to do a soldier what a soldier had to do he has to bite off the end of the cartridge okay so this was something against their religious sentiments so they refused to lo lo load the rifles and this was the immediate cause this enraged the englishmen as they were insensitive to the religious sentiments of the Indians. They were not at all bothered about 
these kind of things so that's why they have introduced and they have asked indian troops to use it but have they used it no they simply refuse to use this enfield rifles and we need to note here the important place the important place barakpur where the first important rebellion or we can say a rebellious act took place in the 34th native infantry regiment okay in this what happened mangal pandey a man who knew no fear and now we salute him for his act revolted against the use of enfield rifle what happened after this what could have happened can you imagine yes you all can very well imagine after this this native infantry regiment 34th native infantry regiment was disbanded and mangal pandey was hanged on 8th april which year 1857 yes you're right so now after this englishmen still were trying on this that indians should use indian troops they should use this enfield rifle now what happened on 24th april 1857 spies of third bengal light cavalry regiment they were ordered to assemble in parade ground for the use of this new cartridge now again they were asked to use this rifle out of 90 85 men they have refused to use it okay and this was the first mass opposition the first mass opposition against the british people by the indian troops by the indians and what were the consequence again they were all imprisoned and on 8th may the troops of 3rd bengal light cavalry regiment were court martialed and with this what happened the official start up of the rebellion which rebellion rebellion of 1857 started on 10th may 1857 and how it was spread that we will understand that we have to analyze we all have already read about in the textbook but here the main point is that we need to understand the pain and the sentiments of those indians who were being court martialed who were being court martialed for what for not using enfield rifles those enfield rifles who were which were actually causing them to 
dishearten them causing them to dishearten them disheartening them for what for their religious sentiments this religiously they were causing them or i can say making them weak so what they did what did they get they got this kind of uh, this kind of response from the englishmen now here i will be concluding today's episode but before i could uh, conclude the episode let me sum up few points about this revolt of 1857 as i have told you it was the first expression of organized resistance second it began as a revolt of spoils but slowly it began to spread among the masses not i can say that it could spread nicely but yes it slowly uh, it was penetrating among the masses revolt is also known as very important thing you all can pen down that is known by the several names spoiled mutiny by the british historians indian mutiny the great rebellion by indian historians and the first war of independence by vidi sarwarkar so you must understand you must understand the pain of indian and the courage of the indian the courage imprints which they have left on others it was so strong that others could stand together to revolt the mighty british people now here the words of karl marx you all know who is who was the karl marx so the words of karl marx are just echoing in my mind let me tell you all let me share with you all he said very clearly the oppressed are allowed once every few years to decide which particular representative of the oppressing class are to represent and repress them so with this i'm giving a pause and i'm asking you all to understand what we have learned today try to pen down all those important points which we have discussed today and give your interpretation that is important in history if you are able to give your interpretation it means that you are able to imagine the pain of those innocent minds thank you everyone stay connected with me in my next episodes also till then take care and bye bye